Welcome in to the Stripe Show podcast. I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for making us part of your day. And of course, first and foremost, happy Memorial Day to everyone out there. Hope you're having a good long weekend. And from myself and uh, my family, thank you to all of the, to the veterans, to those that uh, have served our country, their families, and of course, uh, for those that sacrificed uh, their life for what we enjoy every day here, which is freedom in the United States. Uh, I always uh, think back to my grandfather in Memorial Day who served in the Navy for uh, many, many years and uh, an important day uh, in, uh, in my family's life as well. So thank you to all the veterans and hope you're enjoying this uh, Monday. Of course, Sunday was uh, yesterday and the match version two, Tiger Woods. And Peyton Manning defeated Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. Tiger, even the score after last year, Phil Mickelson, uh, or a couple of years ago, Phil Mickelson defeating Tiger Woods. But he had him on his home course uh, this go around. Tiger played well. Peyton played well. They were the better team. But it was a close affair as they just held on with the one-up victory. And uh, it was a lot of fun. I got to tell you, this was the most amount of fun perhaps that I've had uh, watching a golf event on TV um, in quite some time, perhaps all the way back in April uh, when the Masters there, when uh, Tiger uh, got another green jacket, it had a little bit of everything for me. You look at it, it was competitive. It had good golf. Tiger uh, playing very solid golf. The driver, a real weapon. We'll get into that here into the show. Um, but good golf from Peyton Manning, Phil, of course, magic around the greens. Tom struggled. We'll get to that. But he he rebounded, hit some good shots down the stretch. But I thought it was relatable, too. You know, very relatable. Tom Brady struggling. Six handicap puts up the 50 burger on the front nine. I, I think everybody could relate to that. You know, we always have those. Uh, every once in a while, golf catches up to it. We can't get anything going right. But he competed. He bounced back. It was educational. It was fun to watch Phil go through how he hits those shots. Uh, around the green and I just love seeing the sense of humors I laughed more watching golf on Sunday than maybe I ever have Peyton Manning of course his wit and I thought TNT did a great job presenting it Charles Barkley was great JT I think one of my favorite moments was Justin Thomas telling Charles to get his fat ass down here I mean it just had a little bit of everything and to help us break it down I'm bringing back my friend Froggy I guess uh, four players is better than two. Uh, the match version two lived up to the hype for me. Oh, I agree 100%. I thought it was fabulous. Uh, thank you very much for having me back on the pod. And once again, I want to further what you said in the beginning. Thank you to all the men and women who serve in our U.S. military and that make it so we can have a Memorial Day and we can do the things that we do and play golf and, and, and watch the game on television like we can. Without them, we would not be where we are. So thank you. And Memorial Day is a lot more than uh, cookouts and uh, mattress sales. It is about yeah. uh, saying thank you to the men and women who make our life possible. So, like you said earlier, uh, thank you. But, yes, I thought the match part two was phenomenal. And if you want to go back and compare it to last week's golf, I'm not saying last week's golf wasn't good because I will say that I thought Rory, DJ, uh, Ricky, and Matt Wolf was better quality golf because it was four world-class players versus two world-class players and two guys out of their arena yesterday. But when it comes to entertaining and banter between people, I thought yesterday was amazing. And Phil and Peyton 
carried the show <laughs> as far as playing and as far as just bantering back and forth. And Justin Thomas was an absolute amazing crap talker as a reporter, but yet getting his digs in when the times were right. And that guy has got a bright future ahead of him when he decides <laughs> to stop playing golf, which will be a long ways from now, but he'll be a hell of a commentator. Yeah. Yeah. JT did a good job. He, uh, he fit right in nicely. And of course, Amanda Valiano, she always has a good job out there as well. It was light. It was fun. It's the way golf should be presented. You know, this is an entertainment package. Capital one did a great job um, with the match and TNT. I mean, there's no one better in the NBA than TNT. And it just makes you think if they got a little more involved in golf, I think that would be um, a, a terrific thing. It was, it was not easy conditions. It was raining in Southern Florida. Of course, I'm up here in Northeast Florida, as you are froggy, we're getting a little rain now. It hadn't rained here in, it feels like months, I know. but, um, but they got it in and, uh, and it was, it, it, it just had everything. As I mentioned um, up top there, it, it, it had great golf, um, some guys playing better than others, but um, you know, the good golf has to be balanced sometimes in these entertainment with the bad golf. And, you know, and Tom Brady kind of served his role um, on the front nine. I had him, um, counting his score, I had him between 48 and 52. I think he had two holes where he didn't finish. Right. Um, so is he really a six though? Do you believe he's really a six? <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, I, I found myself being a little frustrated. I was tweeting out, um, you know, someone closed Tom Brady's club face immediately. Goodness gracious. How can you play golf with the shaft a little laid off? and the club face open at the top. See, this is where the whole swing your swing banter really pisses me off because Tom Brady can swing his swing. He's a great athlete, but I mean, goodness gracious, are you making it more difficult on yourself with the shaft pointing left and the face open? You're going to just hit these wipes off to the right. He's nowhere near maximizing his potential and distance off the tee. And you saw it under the gun. He's nervous. Uh, he hit a couple on the hosel, but a lot of those were just wipes, Froggy, way off to the right with no distance. And, you know, and that, that that's what happens. I mean, he held it together a little bit on the back nine, but give me 30 minutes with Tom Brady and we're going 20 more yards. We're going to learn how to draw it. I made Operation Baby Draw for Tom Brady, and damn it, he needs to go online and get it. <laughs> I mean, you could see it was pointing left. He did have the the the, the left wrist was cupped. Um, but at the same time, I do feel like I, the best part of the match to me was, was after Charles Barkley tells him, I want a piece of you. I think I can beat you. And Charles and uh, Tom says, listen, man, I've been practicing football, bro. And then he stands up over that wedge and jars it for birdie. Yep. Um, that was great. But you know, the, the, the truth is they go into the back nine, Peyton and Tiger three up. It could have easily been five up, if you remember, because on the one club challenge hole, uh, Tiger lipped out that, that that four iron putt from six feet that he had, almost fell. That would have been another hole up. And then if either Brady doesn't hole out or on the same hole, Tiger horseshoes and eagle putt, they could have easily, yeah. without even trying, been five down. And then it would have been a completely different. I don't think it would have been as entertaining. But I did notice, I don't know if you noticed this as well, the banter got a little less the closer we got to the end and there was a chance for the other guys to win. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, and there, there's no question about it. And, that, and the suspense grew. They, they kept it close and that was needed, I think, for 
um, the huge success that it was, was, was those, those guys to hang in there. And that's classic Tom Brady, isn't it? I mean, you're down 28, three in the super bowl and here you come, right. right. I and mean, you're, you're on pace to shoot a hundred and lose literally three sleeves of golf balls and people are chirping at you. And I got to tell you, I was telling my friend, we were watching it with, I said, Tom Brady has the ability to focus and stay in the moment. So while you can see it even out there on the front nine, I mean, he can't get it on the club face, but yet he didn't look rattled. No, he didn't. He didn't look embarrassed. He looked like he was just trying to continue to stay in the moment, take it one shot at a time. He clearly wasn't playing his best. Um, and then here he is, you know, Charles is in his ear. He steps up and dunks it. I mean, I, it was just fantastic. We went nuts. I mean, we were in the house. There was like six and we were just like jumping up. Right. I mean, it was, it was, it was unbelievable. Like, what are we doing here? I mean, you know, and that was for birdie. I think a lot of people thought it was for Eagle. Um, but he, but he holds out on seven. He rips his pants, um, you know, and then he steps up and drops it on Eagle for 11. And all of a right. sudden here comes Phil and Tom and it, it's like the Super Bowl all over again. It's 28-10. It's 28-17. You can't keep him out. I mean, he's the ultimate competitor. And I thought he played such a just such an unbelievable role in this whole thing. I mean, even 16, he knocks it in inside what 10 feet. And then Phil puts it close. And then Peyton puts it even closer. And who would think yep. that the furthest from the hole was Tiger Woods? <laughs> and me, and meanwhile, Russell Wilson is dropping hundred thousand dollars per swing right uh you know i mean it's just it, it was it was so cool obviously going to a great cause they raised so much money um, yeah almost 20 million dollars 20 million dollars uh you know it's just it, it's really amazing you know, these these guys come together and people rally and they entertain and they raise great money for um a, a great cause and you know tom you're probably not listening to the stripe show i tweeted you i dm'd you on instagram um, you, what you need, you go to, you, you swipe, you go to the skillist app <laughs> and you search Travis Fulton, you go to online courses and it's called operation baby draw. And it works, Tom. It works. <laughs> it's $16. I think he okay? can swing that. I saw he signed a $50 million deal. I think he can swing yes. the $16. $16. I made this program for you without you even knowing to get the shaft. Not the no, let's actually forget about the club shaft to get the club face more closed, get the club shaft pointing a little more to the right at the top. That's all you have to do for all you. That's it. And then just let him go. He's going to pull it for like two days. And then all of a sudden he's going to, he's just going to figure out how to start swinging from the inside. And it's going to be literally be 20 more yards off the tee. Put the three wood away, put the driver in your yeah, hand. He never hit a driver the whole day yesterday. Yeah, I know. He did not hit one driver. Now, I will say this. I did walk away from the match absolutely impressed, and I don't know why I'm impressed because it's always this way when he's playing like who he is. Uh, Tiger Woods looked phenomenal. Did he miss oh. a fairway? Well, we set the over-under at 6.5 last week, and I think he um, he made us look a little silly. Yeah, I, I took the we over. Okay. I remember taking the over on that one. <laughs> you did. You did. Um I'll tell you what, Froggy, it's this simple for me. I mean, if if Tiger is going to be healthy and look that comfortable with the driver in his hand, um, 18 major championships is a real story. I mean, really? It, oh, I mean, it, I know some things have to fall his way, but Tiger still is the greatest iron player in the game. His wedge game is still terrific. His putting is fine. If he hits his driver long and straight, 
it's it's a real thing. I mean, he's the most prolific winner in the history of golf. So you get him in the hunt. It's his advantage. 18's a big ask, I know. But if there's one club that's going to neglect that, it's the driver. Right. And it's been a long time since I've seen him look that comfortable. With well, driving. I don't know that he's ever been a, what I would call a consistently great driver of the golf ball. And what you saw yesterday was not a guy who was trying to save it at the bottom with his hands. No. It was absolutely, I think he hit every fairway. I don't think he missed the fairway yesterday. I, I, and I mean, and, and I'm not talking, he was just up there barely swinging it. He was pounding drives. And yeah. like you just said, with him being the greatest iron player that we know right now, and possibly the yeah. greatest that's ever played the game, he can hit. Justin Thomas said one time, I forget, he had a long ways in on a par four. And he just knocked it up there on the front edge of the green. And Justin Thomas said, you guys have no idea how easy he just made that look. That's a really hard shot. It's a long way. He had to flight it down and he put it on the green. He makes it look really easy. And so when you can hit your four iron, your three iron, he even had a, he's got a Mizuno two iron in the back. That's got enough uh, uh, weighted tape on the back of it. It, it, It's got a huge old, huge knob on the back. Um, When you can hit your irons, from that distance, yeah. that good, you don't have to drive it as far as everybody else does. And, but but he is. I mean, he. I mean, I think he was longer than Phil yesterday. Yeah, I was. Um, it was shocking how. I mean, he looked really, really, really good yesterday. That was yeah. that was my biggest takeaway from the entire thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think Tiger with the driver. You know, I've always said when Tiger, you know, Tiger can hit the squeeze cut. I mean, he he can hit the squeeze cut with the driver. But when he gets the ball to tumble and turn over a little right to left in the fairway off the tee, you're in trouble. I mean, like you are going to get the best of Tiger Woods that day. I saw it at the president's cup um, on the first hole of the president's cup. He stepped up. I don't know if you remember that the hole there to, down in, in Australia where he, you know, it kind of dog leg left. He hit his, the tee was in the back and he hit a draw off the first tee with his driver, right in the, right in the front portion. there, just short of the green. I was like, when Tiger's doing that, you're in trouble right. because he can hit the squeeze cut, but when he turns it the other way off the tee and it's in play, he is in full control of his swing. He had a couple of loose iron shots as expected. I mean, that that's where the rust shows up distance control. You could see it with Phil. He hit, he hit a couple hard pulls, um, you know, with his irons, but man, he obliterated the 6.5 over under, um, you know, you know, what was really cool about tiger also was it's just seeing tiger, in a different element, just like how accommodating he was, right? right. Like you could, you know, the, I, I thought the, the, the cameras in the cart was brilliant, you know? I mean, it was just brilliant and great insight. Um, you know, Peyton hooks went in the trees on the left and tigers over there fishing his ball out, right? giving him two strokes. Peyton, I think on uh, 16, Hey tiger, grab the flag. Yep. I got it. You know, I mean, it was just like, you just don't ever see that stuff. And it right. just kind of, hum- it humanizes Tiger in that, you know, like he's accommodating and he's, and he's, you know, he's, he's, he's kind to these guys and I don't expect any difference, but you know, there's a lot of stuff that's been said about Tiger. And I just thought it was really cool um, to get some, you know, just to get some insight into Tiger that we just normally are not ever going to get. Yeah. These guys enjoy playing golf with him. You could see it. Like Justin Thomas said that he and, and Ricky, play a lot with him at medalists and they really enjoy it. And they have a lot of fun. They go out and yeah. I think last week, one day they took out some old persimmon drivers and went out and played around. And so I think they're having a lot of fun with him. And I think he's having a lot of fun enjoying playing with them now because it was almost all taken away from him not too long ago. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was. And, uh, you know, it's cool to see Tiger and Phil now. You know, I think there's some, I think there's a genuine friendship. Oh, yeah. I don't think it, they didn't used I don't to be. Think it's fake. Yeah, it did not used to be. I think they really, obviously, they respect each other's game, but they find some common, they found some common ground now to be able to play with one another. And, um, you know, you can tell Phil's always kind of talking, talking smack, and Tiger just kind of sits off to the side and says, you know, big picture you know kind of thing. Right. like there's just nothing phil can say to tiger without tiger pulling out the trump card and um and phil knows that so he kind of lets his ego down a little bit and just plays his role so it, it's a lot of fun to watch and you know I, I think as we transition to phil mickelson you know as impressed as i was with tiger you know i think you know phil swing to me froggy and has been now for a while i think's a little bit in disarray i think he has a lot of control issues right now. I think it's impressive and admirable at 49. He creates the speed he does. He's the first to tell everyone about it. He he's in great shape. He looks good. Um, but at the end of the day, he, he's missing it both ways. Right. Um, he hit the bomb there on 11, which was incredible when he landed it right next to the flag stick. But he's, he's too erratic net with for me right now, not just with the driver, but with the irons, this has been going on for a while now. And if Phil's going to compete at 49 and well into his 50s on the PGA Tour, he, he's going to have to find some level of consistency. Well, is he seeing? A, is he seeing a coach? I mean, I know, I know, for the longest time he was with Butch, and I know he and Butch split. I don't think Butch is really working with anybody now. I think a lot of other people are that are in that camp, still getting the same information, but not necessarily from Butchie. But is he working with somebody every every day or consistently? Well, as far as I know, he's working with Andrew Getson, who he has been for quite some time. That's who he went to after Butch. Um, and, and you can see the changes. Like I, you know, I've made some say I've done some segments on Phil over the years um, where you can see the club head is definitely, you know, working more up and out in front of him. It's not as far to the inside. Um, and, and, and I think there for a little while he was bringing the club on a little bit shallower plane from the inside he was kind of hitting those little trap draws with his irons you know so technically it looks a little different perhaps it looks a little bit better but i'm not sure if phil is going to be able to dial it back enough um with the driver and just hit that little squeeze cut that fairway finder uh, enough for him. Yeah, that's the issue with Phil is that I don't know that he will dial down to that 80-85% swing. And that's the way Tiger was a long time ago. He either wanted to get up there and swing all at it or, or nothing at all. And that's what would hurt him. Now that Tiger looks as though he's not trying to knock it out of the ballpark at a home run ball every time, he's much more consistent. And I think Phil would be much more served and much better served if he decided to dial it back just a little bit instead of trying to hit it 310. Why don't you just hit it 290 and hit it in the middle of the fairway? I just want to interrupt this interview real quick and give a shout out to my friends over at Encore Golf. Encore provides some of the most cutting edge technology in a golf ball that I have ever seen. Their team in Buffalo, New York is changing the script of golf technology through their perimeter weighted designs, which offer players enhanced accuracy and control for every shot on the course. With their award-winning Elixir and Avant 55 golf balls, they are transforming the game for players of all skill levels. Visit EncoreGolf.com backslash Travis Fulton for more details about their products that are revolutionizing the game. Now back to the Stripe Show. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I totally agree. It seems the logic seems easy, right? Like it just seems like, hey, 
just dial it back, but it's not that easy, you know, with Phil. I mean, I think he, he definitely, he understands the modern. I mean, Phil is, is, is a smart guy when we, we know that. I mean, and he's probably the smartest guy in the room. And I thought the commentary with, with Charles saying, you know, Phil's that guy. He asked a simple question to, and he gives you this 10 minute answer and he's breaking it down. I mean, it was, you know, it's like that, that's Phil, right? Oh, and but I love that. I love that yesterday on the side of the green oh. where he's like, see that little dark spot. You know, if, if it wasn't raining, I'd fly it up next to the hole. But since it's raining, I don't know how it's going to react. So I'm going to hit it into that little dark spot that was no more than eight inches wide. I'm going to hit it into that dark spot. It's going to trickle down. And sure enough, he landed yep. it in the middle of where he said he was going to land it. It trickled right next to the hole. And then, of course, Justin Thomas says, hey, that's close enough. Even Tom Brady could roll that in. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was uh, that was a brilliant hole. That was there was some good stuff going on there. And and Phil, you know, Phil is. He's interesting to me right now, you know, because he he still has the short game. We know that his putting is he's going to find it. You know, he's going to have his weeks. Um, but I think there's some erosion there for sure um, with with the putter over the years. I, I think it's just can Phil probably put the ego aside a little bit and and get the ball in play because you saw him you saw him on 17 and 18. 18, it was a no-brainer. He steps up there, he tees it low, and just hits this little like bullet heel cut. Like, right. and it's just it just chases out there. And he really caught that one good. But I, I think he gives up probably 15, maybe 20 when he does that versus the high bomb. I mean, he's gonna tell you the high bomb. He knows that when he tees it high and he hits up probably three, four degrees, catches it slightly high in the face, like that's the one that's gonna carry 320, right? Right. And but but, but it could also be 10 yards control. left or 20 yards left. Yeah. Yeah, he just doesn't have the control when it comes to that. He, does, he he's not that thoroughbred off the tee like we see with with Rory McIlroy and 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 others. So it's going to be interesting with Phil. I I I just I'm kind of I'm I'm excited to watch Tiger obviously. Um but I'm really interested to see what happens to Phil Mickelson. If I had to make a prediction, I, I say, Froggy, he doesn't win in 2020. Yeah, Phil I mean, Mickelson. it doesn't look good. And you would think that coming out of this uh, COVID-19 quarantine that we've been in, that he would have had some time to work on his game. T Tiger obviously has worked on his game. Now, I don't know if you've watched any of the stuff that they've been showing on social. The setup Tiger has at his house is unbelievable. I mean, yeah. he can hit one way with the track man, open up a big a big net and hit out another way. And he's got yep. a putting studio that moves and he can put break. And I mean, he really has an unbelievable setup and it allows him to work, but you would think Bill would have been working and he's been in Florida. He's been in California. You would think that we would have seen maybe a somewhat of a difference, a better ball striking, but it does not appear that right now he's on the right track. Yep. You know, he's, he's probably, when you look at his swing, technically, it's not a swing that you're going to teach someone. He's, he's kind of what we would consider, you know, kind of steep. Um, he takes his lead wrist, his right wrist. It's got a lot of extension in it. It's cupped. So the handle, you know, he kind of pulls down on the handle, gets a little steep in between the forearms. And when you do that, it's hard to, it's, it, it's hard to hit a more consistent draw. Certainly um, with a driver, when you do that, that's more conducive just to kind of, you know, really, turning to the right and hitting his little cut. He's, right. as, a, as a result, he has to stand the handle up a little more upright. 
which means he's got to use his hands a little bit more. He's a little softer in the lead leg through impact. So it's a little more of a timing base, hands and arm types of swing. And, and, and in that particular type of pattern, I mean, Phil is the greatest of all time. I mean, he, he, he has, to me, the best set of hands when it comes to a golf swing in timing orientation ever in, in the sport how will that fare for him as he gets older? I think is going to be the question. Yeah. Around the greens, there's nobody better. Like I was, I was watching on 18 and I said, cause if you remember, they used Phil's drive, uh, Brady kind of fatted his second shot a little bit up on 18. They were short. Mm-hmm. I was expecting that shot at 18 to scare the hole. He did not hit a great yeah. chip. It was, it was, it was short. I was expecting that shot to scare the hole and force uh yeah. tiger to have to make that putt, but it did not. But his short game is one that, it never surprises you when he does either chip it in or it burns the edge and gets very close. Absolutely. And the final person in that foursome, Peyton Manning, uh, showed some good golf. You know, Tom Brady, as I mentioned earlier, shot 50 uh, on the front nine somewhere there. I had Manning right around 40, hit some good shots, and particularly uh, on the par threes. Peyton Manning, the slinging draw. Yeah. Doggy. I mean, Goodness gracious, can this guy hit the slinger? Um, it starts on the right side of the fairway, and it's going to end up on the very left, maybe in the left rough. But he, he does. He slings it out there. I had a lot of people asking me questions about Peyton's swing, and, you know, Tom Brady's is, is more straightforward. I mean, you see the club pointing left at the top and the face wide open. That's the easiest fix in golf. You know, it's like I was tweeting with a couple other teachers in Twitter. It's like, I mean, you fix that stuff for us, you fix it in your sleep. I mean, that's just like, right. all you got to do is go to the grip and the, in the wrist angle. And it's like, okay, now go play golf and, and you figure it out. So it's, when you look at Manning, you know, Manning swing from a development standpoint is, would be harder um, to develop right? because his grip is stronger. Um, he gets the face, he gets the face um, a little bit shut at the top, which is fine. But it's considered kind of on the downswing, it's considered steeping from the inside. You know, he doesn't shallow it. He, he kind of pulls down on it a little bit. And when you do that and you're coming from the inside, you're going to get a bit of a high handle at impact. And the high handle um, with the with the shut face can be a little problematic. You can hit the sling and draw when you can use the ground to kind of counter it. But with the driver, you can hit a lot of toe hooks. And that's what you saw with Peyton. You saw a lot of those low rope toe hooks. Right. With the irons, when he could use the ground, he hit a lot of good shots. And it was cool to see him step up. I thought he was so good um, with his banter, his wit. Um, and it's just fun to listen to him and Tom go back and forth. But it was also cool, Froggy, that on the back nine, he missed that short putt. That was a big putt oh. that that brought Tom and Phil back to one up to to one down right but then manning he fought back and hit some good shots in 17 and 18 he did he did and, and that's the thing is when he, when he missed that putt i i just felt like the match made man well it was nice to see tom brady look human at something because we've never seen him look human before <laughs> um and even even manning in, in a pressure situation he needed that putt i think that uh phil and them had considered conceding and giving it to him they wanted him to putt it he missed it I just think it made those guys look more human. And that's exactly how it is when we go play golf. And then you come back on the next hole and you have to put it out of your mind and you got to hit some great shots. And as close as he put it 
on 16. He won 16 for them to keep them ahead. Um, he really did pull his weight there at the end. The, even the, the pull shot that he hit, his second shot in 18, he pulled a little bit. But I think Tiger had told him he wanted to be on the left side of that green. And then Tiger went up there and just lag putted it to three inches. Um, he really carried his weight on that team. It wasn't all just Tiger carrying everybody. Oh, no, no, for sure. I mean, Peyton hit a lot of good shots. He had that big putt on the front nine that he dropped. Um, those greens were, those were slick. Have you played um, medalist? I have not. No, I haven't um, either. I thought it, I thought it looked beautiful. Um, I thought the ball ran out um, on the fairways and the greens were running slick considering the amount of rain they were getting. Right. Um, I love the, uh, the, the, the short par fours on the back nine, uh, 18's a gorgeous hole. I mean, it was, you know, the only, the only thing, if I had to say one thing, right, that I would have done a little different, I probably would have moved the tees up for Tom and Peyton on a couple of the par fours. Um, you know, watching them hit a four iron into the green, I don't think's great. Like Phil and Tiger. Yes. I probably would have moved it up on a couple of them and let them hit seven, you know, into the green. Right. And that's probably the only thing I would have done. I mean, I thought the whole thing was just brilliantly done, highly entertaining. And um, it just had a little bit of everything, like I mentioned. And, you know, Tom and, and Peyton, I think were a big part of that show. Tiger and Phil, of course, the headliners, the rematch, you needed Tiger to play well. I think that was something we were all hoping to see. You know, Phil's Phil. He's going to hit some bombs. He's going to hit some miraculous short game shots. Um, but we needed, you know, we needed Tom and Peyton to be a part of the show. And I think they both were. And I just hope that we can maybe get a little bit more of this in the future. I think these kinds of events, Froggy, are great for golf. Oh, I agree. I, I think it humanizes all four athletes. I love Tom asking how to take a drop. You know, there was a lot of people. Well, that all like, right, hold on. <laughs> so if he's a six handicap and he doesn't yeah. know how to take a drop, that might be no. why he's a six handicap. But that's the reality of the sport. I mean, the rules, the rules are complicated, you know, I mean, that one's, pretty, that one's straightforward. I mean, you know, that one's all right. You know, you get two club lengths from the point of entry and, and there's a couple other options, but he, he pretty much had to, had to come out sideways, you right. know, with, with the two clubs and drop it in the sand. And like, he, and, the, and then the follow-up question for Tom, like, he goes, but do I have to leave it in the, into the, into the waste area? And yes, you do, you know? So, but I just thought it was like a real human moment. I mean, this is 90% of golfers, right? It I is. Mean, this is 90% of golfers. And I just love letting it roll out in real time because I think that's great for the sport. I think it knocks down the intimidation. I think it makes it more approachable. I think it makes it, um, these guys more human and we need more of that. And I thought it was brilliant for TNT to have Barkley in the seat for JT's personality, bring the egos down and just let it be some real human play out in emotion here. And I think it came off that way. Yeah. Because after match number one, uh, Thanksgiving of 2018, uh, I was not sure we would see episode number two. However, after number two, that would happen yesterday. I think that it was, Leaps and bounds better. Uh, I think adding two, however you want to determine it, two regular guys or two guys that are out of their own arena, but yet they're stars, adding them made the match better. They played better golf. 
Tiger and Phil seemed to be a little more into it. I think Justin Thomas, Amanda Balionis added to it. I think Barkley yeah. was better this time around. Yeah. And so I think we will see episode three. Um, my question to you is, who would you like to see in episode three? I've, I've got an answer, but I would like to see who would you like to see paired? Because I, I think it should always be Tiger and Phil. I like Tiger and Phil kind of as the franchise leaders. Yeah. And then you get two people to play with them. Who would you like to see in episode three? Well, you know, I like I like these four guys coming back. Um, I I think you have to go. I think you if you're going to just do four guys, I think you have to do these four again. You know, you do. I think it was that good. I I think you got to bring these guys back and let them go at it again. Now, if we had to add, let's say another group. Right. Let's say we had two groups and we go. John Daly with Pat McAfee. Okay, I like that. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in John Daly and Pat McAfee as a third twosome. And who would they be paired up with? Who would be a fourth twosome? Mm, I, like- I mean Russell. I kinda like Russell. Like my man, like Russell could is bring coming at it from another perspective here. He he he's he's kind of feels like he's getting a little bit more of that golf bug up in yeah, Seattle. I agree. But I was thinking more, if you went with two guys to pair with Tiger and Phil, I would like to see Tiger and Jordan and Phil and Steph Curry. Yeah. Well, I mean, goodness gracious, Tiger and Jordan, can you imagine? That would be, I mean, that is must-see television because Jordan talks. I think Tiger would talk a little more. Uh, and Steph Curry loves to, to to rip. And, you know, Phil yesterday showed that Phil loves to banter back and forth. He's got some chatter. Uh, I just think and, and I know that Phil and, and Jordan have a have a uh, have, have a good relationship as well. I, yeah. I think that would be really, really good television. And Steph Curry likes golf and he's good at it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you know, I don't you know, Steph is such a great guy. You know, is he is he going to be. He seems a little soft-spoken, you know. Is he going to be a bit of an introvert? I mean, Brady Brady didn't have a lot to say until he, you know, until he actually hit one not on the hosel. Right. Um, but you know, he he loosened up a little bit there after hitting that shot. You know, it's interesting. I mean, I mean, Tiger and Jordan. I mean, are you kidding me? That would be unbelievable. I think if you went Tiger Jordan, you'd have to go Phil and Tom. I mean, now you've got you've got the three goats, right? Right with phil's right antics <laughs> that really is i mean that that really is the three goats there you go that's yeah. golf's goat basketball's goat and football's goat i mean yeah i mean but you but but you need phil to be on the other side or it's not fair you can't you can't just go get somebody else to be to have the, the, the four goats play it's just not fair you need phil there and and let's be honest phil on any given day you don't ever know which phil you're going to get which is why i enjoy watching phil yeah. Because you could get Phil that's just going to just hit bombs all day down the middle of the fairway, or you get the guy that's going to miss it both ways like yesterday. But even <laughs> missing it both ways yesterday, they had a shot to push it into yeah. a playoff on 18. That That's what makes golf great, and that's what makes our game amazing because Tom Brady couldn't find the club face for the first six holes, and he holes it out on, on number seven for a birdie. And then later on in the match, hits one tight. He rolls in that eagle putt like you mentioned earlier. I, I mean, it really does. It's it's what makes golf so great, and it's why we love it so much. 
How about this? I'll leave you with this this final thought here as we as we look ahead to planning match three. Um, I don't think Isaiah Thomas plays golf. So how about I train Isaiah Thomas for a year and it's Tiger Jordan against Phil Isaiah. Oh, wow. I mean, that's good. That's good. And then you have Horace Grant as an on-course reporter because he seems to have a real issue with Jordan now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Horace Grant. Uh, Scotty Pippen is sitting in the box with Charles. Those two butt heads. Oh, that would be fab. That that would really be, you know, must-see television. Now, you know, as we do slowly come out of the pandemic and get back to normal, I do think matches like this will still be good even though people are so starved for sports right now. And I know that it did very well in the numbers yesterday, the ratings were great. I saw people that I, people that I'm friends with that I know have never watched a lick of golf in their life. And they were watching yesterday. Yep. Absolutely. I think it's great for our sport. Social media is great for our sport. Um, You know, I, I just love when athletes are playing the game, they're posting about it. It makes a huge impact. Um, on our sport, our, the game of golf needs more things like this. It, it needs, um, where, where the intimidation is knocked down. Um, it, it looks more approachable. It looks fun. Um, you have six, seven, eight handicaps out there competing and, 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 uh, and being productive. So, you know, I, I think it's, uh, I hope, I hope, I hope there's room for it. Um, you know, as things fire back up again, you know, the, the calendar for professional golf is, is very full. But I think you got to make room for things like this. Um, but it all comes down to Tiger. You know, I mean, Tiger, you know, let's face it. I mean, Tiger kind of, he makes this go, right? I right. mean, he makes it as big as it is. You add Jordan to it, now you go to another level. Um, you know, if I mean, Phil's a big name, but he's not Tiger. I mean, Tiger, no. is, the, Tiger is the jet pack. If he's interested and he does it, um, then it can be as big as it was yesterday. But uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm excited. I can't wait, Froggy, for uh, for real golf to take place. Um, I'm encouraged by what we're seeing across the country and, and people kind of getting back to their lives a little bit and social distancing. Yeah. Um, and it's fun to jump onto the podcast here on a special day, Memorial Day, and say thanks to our military and their families and talk about something positive because um, it's been a while. You know, we, we're all kind of been grinding here for two and a half months and um, you know, just something to kind of laugh about, stand up and cheer. I laid in bed last night and I said, you know what? I had a really, really good time, um, yesterday watching golf. So I, I thank Capital One for the match. That was, uh, that was good fun. Yeah, it was good stuff. I, you know, I was, I, I planned my entire day around it yesterday. My wife and I went to the beach, uh, down in St. Augustine, took the doors off her Jeep and, and went down. But I said on the way there, Hey, we got to head home. I've got to be home by three o'clock. And luckily we were running a little behind, but because of the rain delay, I still made it. But I planned my entire day around it. And even then, when that was done, I stayed on the television and watched the um, Tiger Slam documentary for an hour about him winning the four majors in a row from the to U.S. Open in 2000 through the Masters in 2001. Yep. And I knew about all that stuff, but just to see it again, the fact that he went for a six-major stretch and had a first, a fifth, a first, a first, a first, and a first. I mean, that really was 
just an amazing stretch of golf and to to watch it yesterday and just relive it again was just was like just just the cherry cherry on top of yesterday's cake with the match yeah it was so well we'll do it again froggy we've got uh live golf coming up of course uh nothing this week but the following week uh we'll be back on monday the stripe show podcast a little preview of the charles schwab challenge that'll be fun i actually played colonial in february so i've got some great insight oh cool um on that golf course and um, it's going to be a good field people are top names are lining up they're interested to get out there and play some golf so we'll break all of that down and more froggy i appreciate your time happy memorial day and have a good week buddy you got it man i'll be here anytime you let me know all right thanks for uh, jumping on the stripe show podcast uh be sure to subscribe and uh, hey go out there and Listen to my Dude Perfect interview. Those guys, speaking of celebrities that love golf, those five guys, they love golf. They're getting better. It's been fun to work on their game. Go check that out, Dude Perfect. They have a great documentary on YouTube as well. We'll be back uh, this week. Special guest coming up, Eric Anders Lang. I sat down with him. We'll be talking golf with him. And then uh, the preview show of the Charles Schwab Cup all next week on the Stripe Show podcast. Have a great week, everybody.